Friday, get your pims out, get your summer ready, and load up Eventbrite because we're going to talk all about how to get around town. That's right, going to put on your fancy shoes. You don't want to save them, dust them up. We're going out in the town. Put that thing on the way. Okay, 20 seconds. Best get professional. Here we go. Strapped in. Five seconds everyone. Hello everyone. I should look into the camera here. How are you today? Happy Friday. I am blessed. I'm out in town. I'm mobile. I've just been out on the on a few cool events this week as well. Hangover was yesterday. Today I feel good. Ready for one or two pims later. But I've got a special guest for you. Now, if you're in the London architecture scene, there's a chance you've already seen this gentleman hustling and telling us about all the cool stuff that he's up to, as well as having a good laugh. But on that note, may I introduce him? awesome experienced professional from the architecture industry daniel davis how are you sir are you okay i'm good so far thank you thank you very much for having me on board steve and i don't know what to even say right now i don't <laughs> even need i don't even need an introduction right now right now no, you are the man about town now for thank any you. of you in the audience so daniel Tell us about yourself. Do you work in the industry? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, at the moment, I'm an architectural designer. I call myself a designer. I think a web assistant is very, is not the best way to do it based on the effort we put into it. And also, yeah. I'm the founder of Our Space. So Our Space is a CIC company that helps young generation get into mentorship. And so far, we're running events through collaboration with Moco, RBA, and also Big Shout to you in the box for having us on board on the new founders program mm. and that's a bit about us now yeah we're, we're gonna dive into a bit more of our space later we need to yeah well. but i'll put the link down if someone wants to be cheeky and go ahead so they can check you out on instagram but daniel maybe we can say how me and you met first so i don't remember when it was but frequently um, we bump this, into each other don't we this happened where we went to the london build expo but I've been seeing what you've been up to recently. I'm around, I'm around, but you're also around as well doing the hustle and the bustle. Now, I respect that. Not everyone is out as much as you. And I think that being about and being present, especially in architectural careers or running a business or whatever, really helps. And we've had this heated debate about it as well over yeah. a few cheeky mojitos or whatever's knocking around. But Daniel, why do you do it? Why do you force yourself after a hard day shift to go out and about and network? To be honest, I think a lot of people find networking as a, they don't really like the word networking because they feel, oh, I'm, it's not about me. And to yeah. me personally, I love meeting new people. And that's how I've just learned because being at work, you get very glued on doing one thing quite a lot. And yeah, you get adapted to that system that this is what architecture is about. But if architecture yeah. is about connectivity, if we're designing from people, then we've got to be in a space 
to understand your needs. And it could be from informal chats, coffees, dinners. And I just personally, as we said, I, I'm, I'm a person that just love going out, that just love to meet people and have conversation. That is just my experience so far. But we've, I'm here to literally just talk people through it, young generation, yeah. how they can start getting themselves out there. And it's not even just about talking about architecture. I've met people from different careers, not even design yeah. careers. Some are cleaners, some works in waitress. You just have normal conversations, share your passion about life. And you get to have this understanding of what the needs of what people need and how we are always shaped by our environment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think sometimes when we use the word network and some people cringe yeah. and they don't need to because it's not exactly. always like a boring room where people just hand around a business card and have Cards. a stiff conversation. Absolutely. It can actually be fun. The Young Architects Developer Alliance, which if anyone hasn't been to yet, I really recommend. We were just there on Wednesday. Now that's yeah, a bunch of... Yeah, that was good. But there's another one coming up in three months, I think. And that event, oh, yeah, look Daniel... Yeah, there was like 400 people, wasn't it? So it was architects and developers meeting each other. And I think that's like the perfect example of an awesome event. You basically, you have a drink, you get to meet people, you meet other architects, but you could even meet a developer. And if you meet a developer, I'm sure that will further your career. Do you, you know, think it's, it's so very funny. important then for people to network, Daniel? I think, to be honest, we met a young developer on that same event you were talking about. And... The developer looked at my face and be like, you're the only first person that came up to me and oh, never really? discussed anything about business. It was just, how are you doing? How's things? How's your day been? And it just yeah. went as a smooth conversation. I didn't even come up to him and be like, look, as you say, it becomes very strictly in the mindset of, I need this. It's not the best way. It's about just establishing a relationship. And prior to that, we all end up in a very nice Cuban party after that when from that point, it just led on to say, oh, you know what, Daniel, before leaving, just take my card. And these are just relationships. And as some people are brought into that network, some people yeah. just have to just work their way through it. By the end yeah. of the day, you will just get to your end goal. You just have to just put yourself out there, hold conversations. Yeah. And I think this comes back to the education system. It all is all rooted from how we've all been taught yeah. at school. We're taught to think spatially, but we don't also having developed that mindset about the inner entrepreneur because everyone has got that inner entrepreneur in them in terms of how do you network how do you talk how do you sell your idea across how do you engage with the normal public and i think this is one thing the profession is still lacking mm. creating a space where it doesn't have to talk about architecture just host event host parties bring a younger generation together because i've been to other institutes and in finance engineering and I'll give a big shout to Alton Institute of Building. They've got an event ending of this month, we're in June now. And I do recommend to see a lot of young people joining in because you see people from Mount McDonald Arabs, and these are still the same age as me as 24, 23. Same room building relationship with contractors and manufacturers. And my question yeah. is, that same child that is in that space in 10 years time will be, will see a career progression. So. Networking is a great tool to see where I met a lot of great mentors. They've inspired me, meeting more people, speaking to people. I've got a clear understanding of where I want to be now. But if I was in the office, as you did mention, if I just did a nine to six and just went home, then nothing is not going to change. So yeah. my point is, 
I do encourage and I'm happy. Just ask me questions and I'm happy to start talking through the step of how I'm still developing. I am still developing. I'm not there yet, but I'm still evolving. But I'm happy to share my progress to other yeah. generations of people. Yeah. Nice. It's like practicing architecture. You're always, I think, working on it. Now, I will be really honest. So Gregory really quickly says here that he loves networking, especially I'd across love disciplines. To meet you, Gregory. Yeah, Gregory, you gotta you gotta pop into London. Me and Daniel there, there's definitely a cheeky drink in there for you. See, and then we can fare with that conversation from that point. Oh yeah. I've actually got your LinkedIn here, so there we go. And Fantastic. I think that's it. I think that's a good point. Now, let's focus a little bit more, Daniel, on physical, because I think it's really interesting. Now, yeah. I've got a big confession, Daniel, years ago, and now I know I talk a lot on LinkedIn. We're talking now and in person. I, you can't shut me up sometimes, but it wasn't no, always no, the no. case. It wasn't. I was really nervous when I was networking before, and the idea of going in a room or going up to someone that they didn't know, I just was scared. I was like, I don't know. I can't do it. I think I'm going to yeah. say something stupid. Now, no, don't say it. nothing is stupid. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I built that up in my head. And that's what I was going to ask you. What would you say to anyone that feels a little bit apprehensive about it, Daniel? Is there any tips you think to just to start getting going and meeting well, people out and about? I just think just be yourself. I think we, and I think this is also a structure of how coaches has been set from schools to organizations. It's just be yourself. People most of the time want to be like someone else, but we're all born with different talents and we all have different individuals. Like for instance, I had a friend of mine, he loved watch. He's one of my good mates. I always talk to him about, and Akash is always, my mate is, I'm not supposed to say that, but he's, he was always talking about his passion. And I think it comes down to environment as well. As you mentioned, being a shy person, when I was at uni, we were not encouraged to speak to people. Yeah. And a lot of students have been broken from that mentality from school because they don't have that confidence in them. Mm. And I think a confident person empowers other people as well. So this also can cross path with leadership. Yeah. How organizations are also bringing these young people into room. Could it be that a framework being set up, saying as a part one or as a part two? Yeah. It will be really great to at least even network twice a month that momentum mm. will keep on building and that fear because i don't believe in fear it's just an illusion but the point is you've really got to be in a space to start talking and sometimes it, going to network and i said to someone you don't have to be there the next morning but just coming yeah. in attending one hour listening to them even just saying hi introducing who you are talk about your passion it's it's better to just rather just introducing yourself slowly and yeah. it's quite nerve-wracking but to some degree you've just got to put yourself out there and build that relationship so as a younger person back to what you were saying mm. i'll probably say just talk about your passion don't feel scared and also you never know who you're gonna meet don't judge the book the book by its cover i always have conversation with everyone i don't care about what class what background you're from just have a conversation, talk about culture, talk about your passion. I always start with where places that I've lived in. So I've lived in Ghana, Jamaica, and also I came here 10 years ago. So I talk about all my shared passions. And this come, it could be like a book you're reading. I'll just ask someone, what was it like today? How's the day been? And these yeah. kind of informal conversation can go a massive long way. Then you build up that relationship from that point. 
It's not I, about doing business. It's about per- convincing them and persuading them into something mm-hmm. you're interested about. Very interesting. The uh, the one I was going to say, Daniel, the one that I yeah. always do is if people get nervous I, and they say, what do I say? The trick I say is always ask the person that you want to speak to about themselves because people tend to like to talk about themselves. Oh, yeah. You go up to, hey, how are you? What was the way you? I'm Steve. Are you an architect or whatever? They go, yeah. And I go, okay, cool. What do you design? And they go, oh, this is that. And it's exactly. the same thing if you was a developer. You'd be like, oh, very interesting. What buildings are you? Have you done anything I've seen? Are you developing anything at the moment? And people will just keep going. And then because that's very interesting. The knowledge, no, the knowledge is in architects. We've learned everything from vision to understanding, user experience. But when we meet people, we lack that skill set. And that's why we're not good at doing business because we don't build that relationship quite a lot. I said to someone, it could be an informal talk. And yeah. funnily, I had someone from JP Morgan as a good friend of mine, and he just invited me to one of their networking events. You meet all these fancy bankers in a room, having a 30 years career. And as you said, one, one aspect could be the way, oh, yes, no, they're talking about, you know, what is going to happen about a recession. And it's just having this whole conversation. And they didn't understand nothing about architecture. And once I start talking about architecture to them about, it's not just about the physicality of the building, but also the impact it make to people and all this conversation. They were amazed by it. So sometimes I think we've all got something to contribute to the world. And we yeah. now need to start showcasing that through architecture because we're the master visionaries. But also at the same time, if we can't connect with people, and start holding normal conversations. So networking to one aspect to younger generation. As I said, I'm still growing in the profession. I'm still developing. One great mentor of mine I always talk about it was Paul Carl Kucevic. If I wasn't working at KCA, I don't think I'll be having this conversation today. It was oh, really? how, yeah, because I was at KCA when I was 17. Now I've grown quite, I'm still growing. And the way Paul used to do things was he used to just bring leaders and the young generation in one space as after work. It doesn't feel that it was just the senior members in a pub or anything or going on private dinners. It was just imagine everyone together at lunchtime. There was a culture where everyone mixed together. So that is how my confidence grew from that point. If that didn't happen, we won't be having this conversation today. So to some degree, I think those lessons could be something other organizations can start learning and building a succession plan because what happens to this generation in in 10 to 20 years time, they're going to be the future leaders of this organization. And if we're not equipping them about relationship building, that's key. I think relationship building to any great company or organization is about building relationship with people. And that's how things grow from that point. Mm, yeah yeah i think you're right it's very interesting isn't it and i do think once you get past that nerves and you get out there the other thing with networking is i think it gets easier doesn't it the more you do it gets easier as it goes yeah i think half the time it's when your friend says do you want to come out and you're like oh no i'm tired all this stuff and you've got to push past it you've got to have the energy going you can't lose it it's i've met people from different places from just having a normal random chat to them. You know, I would sometimes yeah. call my friends and be like, look, let's go out network. Let's go and meet these people. There's this event going on. 
you never know who you're going to meet. Public galleries. And you've got all this. The platform is there now. Yeah. If you look back 30 years ago, we won't be having this conversation. It'll be as a club. Mm. But now the opportunity is there. The information is there. And people still are not using it. Yeah, um, you're right. Te technology, to some degree, isn't helping this generation. And also COVID has not helped people. It's really knocked people's confidence down. People don't feel... People have got a lot of anxiety to go out now these days. So work is also crap. Your work is always going to be a large part of your life. But also at the same time, it's relationship building. It's about yeah. making sure there's a clear structure in terms of careers and understanding the need of business. And I personally think MIPIM, we're having this conversation early this year that next year, we've got to have a younger generation going to MIPIM. It shouldn't be the old school way of, all directors going to MIPIM. And I've made it as a plan that I'm going to be at MIPIM next year because it's also going to change the aspect of younger people because there's a lot of ego. People want to do things. They want to help. And it's being formed through the education system. So platform like what you're doing, what I'm doing, pretty much going there. I'm always encouraging students to say, look, I'm going to this event. Just come with me. I'm more than happy to share my thoughts across because as I said, I'm happy to support other people. If they really need that help or breaking that ice, I'm happy to be there to hold conversations. Yeah. yeah, good for you. We've got, I was bringing up Julia comment here, Julia Nichols, who says, love I'll seeing you both that. on Wednesday. Really enjoy how Daniel has made networking less about business and more about people. That's where it all starts. Great observation, Julia. And you're right, Danny, isn't it? It's, it is people. And that's the reality of what business is. That's the reality of who's going out. And you know, sometimes I think like sometimes just going out, you haven't even got to have an agenda. You just go out and things happen to come to you. You've just got to be optimistic about a lot of things. You don't need to overthink. I think a lot yeah. of people go with the intention that, okay, this person is at this event. I'm trying to get this business opportunity. But you've got to see yourself as... Just let yourself grow organically. And this is also one aspect about organizations, about even you as an individual, never underestimate mm. people. It's just going there, have a glass of wine and have a conversation, understand how yeah. they got started, who they are as a person. And I've come across different kinds of people, different mm. kinds of characters. But I've now, as time has evolved, I've, I've understand to navigate through them with their thoughts and see from perspective and i think that's how things should be you shouldn't close be a close-minded person to be okay well, the, i'm gonna speak to this specific person it's about engaging it's about having a laugh and that same day you don't have to get business or anything but it will just evolve as time goes on. and it's, as you said relationship is key to something great and i'm still developing on that as well now it's always ongoing isn't it it's always ongoing. And I, I think that as well, I tell you one quick story down a years ago, I used to work yeah. at this company and they paid a lot to go on this business trip for Bimshaw Live. And the lady in charge was like, we have to go and you have to make deals and all this stuff. And I was like, you're just taking the fun out of it. But actually, yeah. so, you know, then it was like this pressure to find people. And I think if you went to nipping or whatever with that attitude, it's not good. Whereas if you're, you're like, you know what? Yeah, like, you're gonna lose that. You just got to be yourself, and the opportunity to have a cause. Now, we've had a chat with people from Glebes. Now we've got our Moyua as our president, and I said to Moyua that look, and this is a conversation with him. I met him, and we never talk about anything about his role as a president. 
I just had a no yeah. chat and I said, how do we get a younger crowd into Reebok? For instance, you've got Glaze as one of the biggest consulting in terms of the construction industry. Yeah. You've got Chartered Institute of Buildings. And I said, look, you've got a lot of young people and they're the same age as me. They're running contracts. They're running businesses in the same organization. There's a kind of a clear career direction for them. And now I think Reba, in a way, can start forming a collaboration with these people. So the role of an architect doesn't lose because I think now people don't really respect architects because they'll be like, oh, you guys just come here and talk about how to get the next commission. And I said, look, forget about that. That is the old way of things. We're next generation and we're here to make sure that things are better. We're not here to have talk about architecture. We're just here to have a normal laugh and see how we can shape a better future. So that is why I tell people, just be in the room, have a conversation. And it's about encouraging, fostering a new generation of young voices. I think this generation is much more about using tech, which is a, that's a great tool to use. But at the same time, you've got to also find a way to interact with people. That is really great because people these days are on their phones. They're not really, you, they can't hold a normal conversation. They're great at using text or posting, but not really a great way to, if you meet them in person, they can't even hold one or two conversations, which I think we need to find a way to emerge technology and also human interaction as well. So self-development is going to be something key. I'm going to recommend to a lot of practices to start considering about having a life coach or having a business coach. And we're not talk, we're not tend to talk to people, but we all need to start developing all this skill set. Yeah, I said, and I think like we talked about crucifixed earlier, it's, ha it's important that it happen happens in the practice as well, isn't it? Because if the practice is not talking to each other, then you probably don't have a hope in 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 how like when you go out there in the public. And, Absolutely. And what better way is there? This is was me years ago, Daniel. Is that I used to be the cheeky chappy part one and part two, yeah, right? Who was like in the practice in the kitchen talking to everyone. So. I think it starts there and it was great because I'd learn everyone and then everyone know me in the practice, even if they never worked with the team, they'd be like, oh my God, Steve, yeah, that Welsh guy, oh, yeah. I've spoken I, to him. I, you I know. Mean, it was such a great thing because as you said, very sat for Carl Kisevich on, on Wednesday, it was super inspiring to me. It was quite great to see someone and be like, look, you're such a great mentor because Paul knew me when I was 17 and you just admire his leadership of world because they will engage people. And as we said, to some degree, we're not talk to, we're not talk to the public. And even at work, sometimes speaking to people that are very quiet or even shy, I just come up to them and just say hi to them. And all oh, this girl at work, she said, Dan, if you didn't come to this company, I never spoke to anyone for a year. I just go to work and just go home. And to me, I felt, oh, my God, mm -hmm. you're such a talented person. You're telling me that the company didn't really foster all of this. So these are skills that we need to start looking into. Business is always going to be business. People have to work, but also you want to make it sure that it's a space where people feel there's a belonging. And I think also some practices or not some practices, people in general, leadership people need to make sure that they encourage a younger generation. Because my question is, you can't be in your 50s or 60s and still networking. You can tell how drained you are and you still want to keep on doing it, but you need to start teaching a younger generation from part one, part two. Because you have qualified architects, but still can't even hold a conversation with people 
And it's about fostering a network of spaces. How do we organize CPD talks in organizations? You know, MoCo is such a great place of fostering all these young talents and bringing new voices. And I think it shouldn't just be them. How can collaboration with them can start working? Do we work with a local business or a local food store? And you want to make sure that yeah. there's something engaging about all of this and empowering young people through all this conversation. Because once you have them in a space, you start hearing a lot of passion. I'm telling you, it took a while for me to speak to some people, but as time as you made them feel comfortable, it's about also making sure that people feel comfortable. Yeah. And it's just through all these aspects of things. Yeah. And Judith from Mo and Morrison Company always empower young people out there. So Dan, you know what? You guys need to, you guys are the young generation. And yeah. Peter George as well, these two ones used to work in Enfield, fostering a younger generation of voices. So, it's going to happen, but it also needs to come through leadership as well. I'm still young. And as you said, in some people, it comes naturally, but the only way to look at a better future, we're having lack of young people in this space is because they don't, they've not been taught this way. And they've, it's having roles and making sure that there's a whole diversity. I mean, diversity has a whole range from age groups as well, because you know, a lot of young people, there's not as much women or there's not as, you know, there's a lot of old people, there's a lot of old men or they're in their 50s. But I said, look, forget about the age. You being in there is a start of something great because you're going to help a younger generation coming in. So I'm happy to start doing that. Yeah, good for you. My goodness, yeah. while we've been chatting and listening, a lot of amazing points in there. We've had the comments coming in from fast. So I'll, if it's cool with you, Daniel, I'll do a quick rundown of what we've had Absolutely. come in. So. Eileen says, I love how you look at networking, Daniel. It's all about building those relationships and it takes time, doesn't it? Building it takes up time. Bit I'm, by still bit. Learning. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm still learning. I think, yeah, I think it's all about relationship. And even in any great thing, it's all about relationship. And as the years goes by, it gets better and better from that point. Do you recommend attending some breakfast shows? going to Toastmasters, you meet people. Toastmasters yes. are about public speaking. And mm. I've met people from different industries. It's not specifically about going there to talk about presentation, but just meeting people after that and breaking breads, having a chat. And it's just about all about relationships. So I do recommend people doing that quite a lot. And it's quite nerve-wracking. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. Yeah. You've just got to start putting yourself out there and relationship is key to anything great. That is how I see it. Yeah. And also I it helps, it gives you a clear understanding of where you want to be as well. No, I hear you and you're right. So we've had one or two other things that come in. Mehmet says hi and Vanessa says what a great movement and Daniel. Um, and a, mut a mutual friend of ours, Red Mike, has put hey, twice. Mike. So Red Mike is bursting at the seams. Don't worry, Mike. We were never going to let you ha keep you hanging. We will get to you, Red Mike. Go save the best for nearer the, the middle to the end or what have you. But Red Mike says, and what a great yeah. name, by the way. No one's going to forget Red Mike. But Red Mike says, he says, ask Daniel about really going out of comfort zone and traveling abroad to events. Sometimes the guests that travel the farthest gets the warmest welcome. Now, what does that mean, Daniel? Can you let, can you expand the- I think what Red Mike is definitely saying is that when the fact that you've already traveled to somewhere, different continent or country, 
you don't know anyone. And I think it's all comes down to your charisma as well. It's, it also comes, as we back to what I was saying before about passion, because when I met Red Mike at the Archie Bar Awards and it was much more in an informal sets of uh, informal environment, we just had a nice dance and we talked. And I think the next day we met with Christopher Adelaide and an, an, on a dinner together. So we were just, you were talking about his shared passion through his architectural studies about filming. And I think coming off your comfort zone is just an illusion because we are we, humans, as humans in general, we're scared of change. And I'm scared of yeah. change. But to some degree, it's just an illusion because if you look at great things that have changed the world, it was just people following their gut intuition and not following the standard way of doing things. And everything is possible. You just got to do it and you just got to start. And you will surprise yourself how much you've got in. But it's just you've not been taught that way because as in general as human beings we've always been taught in a negative kind of mindset it's always making sure that you speak something powerful to yourself so i think comfort zone is just an illusion you just got to try and keep pushing and trying something new we are scared of change but we also have to adapt to change as well that's really important and we yeah. can learn that through covid there was something that really happened and we all find a way to adjust through working and that on its own, as an analogy, should be a lesson that we all can start picking up from about we don't, we just need to adapt to change. And comfort zone yeah. is really nice, but you've got to always move on and try new things. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. We've had a guest join us as well. So Judith oh, is in the audience from hey, uh, Morris & Co. representing as well. Now, I think actually Joe Morris is at an event next week, isn't he? Which is called Architects, oh, be not there Architecture. Yeah, oh, me too. There you go. So shout out to Morris Company, but I think that would be really cool. And I think that's and the I, I point. I do encourage younger students to, to enjoy that event because, you know, there's going to be a room of people and you never know who you're going to meet and probably future collaborators. But it's not about, as we said before, it's not about business. It's about building relationships. That is the key thing. And having a shared passion together. So, yeah. Green. I agree. I think it's great. We will be there, Judith. We will be there in the audience. We'll be there, Judith. For sure. I'm interested, isn't it? Architects, not architecture. The people behind the projects are just as important. Now, what I was going to say, um, Dan, is that I'm a big believer in person is the hardest, probably the most rewarding, probably the most fun. So obviously don't drink too much and don't get too hungover. But I we've know, all been there. I've been there getting into the Uber at two o'clock. We've all done that. But that's fine. I do think, though, the combination of in-person and online is quite powerful. Like, we're here now online as well. I really yes. think it's really good to start, if someone hasn't, I think it's really good to start putting one or two posts out on LinkedIn or Instagram and stuff like that. Do you think, then, Daniel, it's a combination of both in-person and online that I is think, quite good? I think it's, it goes hand in hand. It's about making sure that you've got, we all got a great sense of how to use technology and post. But to some degree, you've also got to start developing you as an individual because I wouldn't mention names, but I've met some people in general and they're great at posting. But if you meet them in person, they can't even hold two conversations. It's about build, it's, just, it's about establishing this relationship. And this is where my point comes in. It's about self-development. They've now, we need to start incorporating that. And I hope that at some point we'll be running some workshops to inspire organizations to start making sure I listen to a lot of self-development books and that is what keeps me going because as everything starts from the mind before it manifests. So it's very key that 
you've got to start building relationships. I said to people, you don't have to drink. It could be your faith. It could be health. But just even holding a water or holding. A lot of people have had this conversation before. Oh, Dan, you know what? I'm this. These people are drinking. I said, no, it's not about that. Just be there. can hold a glass of apple juice and just hold a conversation with them. So it's everything is in their mind. And I just tell them, there's a human as you. Because they're holding alcohol doesn't mean that they're more opposite, superior than you. So it's just being in a space. And as I said before, in person is very great. You never know. And they start to understand about who you are, your religion, your perspective about the world, and just have a normal conversation. Yeah. Well said. Well said. I just, if I may, it's just because there's a chap next door. I was getting really into it, but maybe, yeah. maybe he's networking as well in some Zoom somewhere. Probably, probably yeah. 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 You know what? You can't be shy in this world, isn't it? I've got another. You only question. live once as long, so yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I hear you. I've got one other question after this, but Ahmed here says. I feel that in an industry which is heavily concentrated with multiple, with multiple sectors and experts in order to increase visibility, networking is key. It is true, isn't it? You've I agree got to be, with you. I hate the expression, it's the lottery, but you've got to be in it to win it. You've got to be there. You've got to be in the room. Maybe you, you don't I mean, want to be Steve, that let's, Go on. Let's put this in the most scenario or any scenario. I'll, if anything is to happen, like if I'm someone wants to give something to someone they know yeah. me so they'll rather give it to that person they know and it's yeah, based yeah. on relationship as you'll not give something to a stranger you'll give it to the person you've known for five years because you trust them so yeah those analogies work together as it's all about relationship but i might agree with what ahmed is saying is then the key to anything is networking and we're not taught to do that but also there's this book i was reading it says how to win friends and influence people yeah good book this was yeah, it's a really good book I'm going to recommend. It was by a great mentor of mine. It's a business book as well. And it's about Jack Carnegie. This book goes way back in 80 years ago. But this whole, it all comes down to self-development and understanding the aspect about business and not just about the physicality of just working, but also establishing relationships. And that's the only way we can foster a great companies. Because, you know, I look at McDonald's as a corporation and... If you look at Ray Clark, everything about him was through networking. And that's how they grew as a big franchise company. Now it's the McDonald's Corporation. But that's another conversation. But my point is, we need to start fostering a long-lasting organization. So the model of business, entrepreneurship, we need to start fostering talks about it, which I'm happy to start putting some thoughts across with RIBA and start making sure that we've got a younger generation, how do we empower them? and putting themselves out there and also helping companies grow because as far as amazing architectural companies have crossed, but the question is, where would that company be in 50 years' time? How are we preparing the younger generation to be in those spaces? So these are very important. Yeah. I agree. Jason has put in a oh, amusing comment. Yeah. The king of networking. Yeah, he says for our audio listeners later, Jason Ball says, king of networking, but I have a challenger. Jason, you are the king of the north. King of the north, but king of the south right now is Daniel for sure. And I float around in between. (laughs) But Jason's great. I tell you what, I used to be in Manchester. I wonder what events were in Manchester. Jason, if you're still here, do drop a few now. Now, what I thought, Daniel, and you can ask me any questions before we tie up. 
as we get into the end, I was going to say one or two actionable tips that I think people should do, and I want people to follow what you do as well. You know, but if anyone was look, I will, if anyone was looking for events, Daniel, go. I mean, where would you look first? Uh, where do I look first? I mean, it's just, as we said, it's just been, it's been through relationship, invitational through people have built that relationship with, but you've got a lot of platforms around. You've got Eventbrite, you've got IRBA as what it's doing. Night Moko has got a talk tonight and these, they need a whole younger crowd. So it's about putting yourself out there. No, I'm just going to recommend students to not just look at architecture, but now we've got Toastmasters right now. You've got businesses, you've got business conferences, and now, yeah. you know, the London Festival of Architecture, now there's a lot of yeah. events going through. So I'm going to recommend students to start using those platforms now and just talk about what you've done and who you met. And we're going to create a whole kind of forum, a democratic forum where we've got younger generation and leadership. We need to start making sure that we've got business leaders empowering young people because people finish part two or part three don't have a sense of clue of what they want to do next because they're lacking that skill set. And I've got a friend from Mott McDonald just rang me up two days ago and said, oh, Dan, we're looking for someone on a board on sustainability. And I said, look, I've got a younger generation of people that want to talk about sustainable de design and people need to start putting themselves out there. So second tip is just go out there, just do it. I recommend if you're shy right now, just probably try doing two days, twice a month. Just go at least yeah. put yourself out there. Just network. Say, look, my goal for this month, I'm going to network at least twice a month. And then the confidence will just build up. It's just like a building block. You just don't call it a wall. It just is brick by brick. And then it becomes that beautiful wall over there. So I recommend, and I also suggest that just do two days a week and two days a month. Not us that doing three days a week or five days a week. But <laughs> uh, as yeah, time yeah. goes on, you'll build that momentum. But for now, I suggest just during two days a month will go a massive long way. And I'm, I'll be, I'll, I'm more than happy to be start posting events that is going on through my LinkedIn post. So stay tuned as well. And we will just grow together. I'm still growing as well. So yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. We've got Fantastic. one or two last quick questions. Oh, quick yes. fire rounds. Thank okay. Herman says, what would you suggest for a postgraduate international student? Maybe... If you're not in the country yet, you could probably start making plans and stuff and engaging oh, yeah. events. I will be happy to start hosting. We, as we said, our space, I'm one of the co-founders of our space and the plan is fostering events. So we're going to be hosting events through online, which stay tuned around. We're going to have the winter series and we want to have young voices. So it's going to be like a whole conference online and we're going to have conversation. Big shout to Morrison company for having us and beyond the box. And yeah, so oh, cool. I think it's also about hearing young voices and, and conferences as well. How do we have like young MIPIM? And I think MIPIM should be something we need to do next year is get a young crowd of people in a space. And probably this is a conversation we need to have with young architects, developers, aliens of bringing sure. And I think they're doing such a great job. On Wednesday, you meet a lot of young people in that space that I've worked with, part ones, part twos. And it was quite unique in that kind of spaces. And that's how they'll just grow their confidence slowly. So we're still at the seats of things. We're still a young organization and we've just run through a workshop, but as now we're still growing. So stay tuned next week, Saturday, we've got a workshop on AI design, which you should definitely sign up for. Will be great. 
Wonderful. I'm really excited. So I think anyone in the audience, if they want to catch up with you, Daniel, they can also find yes, you on, follow in, us on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yep, I'm happy to do that. So you're there, you're on Instagram as well. But just before you go, Daniel, I know you've got to go yes. back to work. I know you've got to go, but is there any questions for me that you have in particular at all? You can flip the script and ask me anything on oh the spot. God, you've put me on the spot right now. What should I do? Like? I don't, I don't, no, nothing. You question. I don't have any question in mind so far, but I think we're having that. I've that escaped then. Yeah. Yeah, you've escaped it. I've escaped for now, isn't it? I really appreciate this. Maybe if you want to hear Daniel's question for me, we will, you, will, you can find us next week where we will be in person at the Architects Not well, Architecture actually, Talk. You know what's so funny? We should have a live show on that day. Yeah. That would be we a should. We will literally will. make sure that we get as much different audience. It will be live on that day. So stay tuned. So and I'm just smuggling a camera, Daniel, and oh, live no, stream it. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. Just make sure that we've got like a whole young audience and actor. John Morris is there. So it'll be quite great to also hear from his input as one of the great architects in, at this time. And we all look up to him on what he's done. So you'll be talking. And yeah, we'll literally just have a normal conversation. As I said, it's about relationship. It's not about going there with a mentality of need to get business. Business will come later on. But for now, just build a relationship with people. That is You're key. well said. I think that's the perfect note to end it on. So thank you so much for being here, Daniel. Thank you for if having me on board. If thanks. I had my soundboard, I would do it. But until then, I really appreciate you being here. I can tell that this has been actually quite popular. We've had a lot of stuff coming in. But if you did not manage to get your question or you watch this a replay, do connect with Daniel on LinkedIn. Absolutely, on LinkedIn. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions. As I mentioned as well, I'll be posting through if people are looking for events. Or some, some places we're going into, I'm always being encouraged that Dan bring a younger audience. So I'm happy to just connect with me through LinkedIn and yeah, we'll further this conversation up from that point. But also stay tuned. We're going to have a whole in, in-person chat soon. So thanks. Oh everyone. yeah, I love it. You definitely are the man for Red. Now, Daniel, yeah. I'm going to end the live stream here, but stay on the stage. And thank you for everyone in the audience for being here or watching this again. We'll have more stuff coming up. However do follow all the stuff that Daniel's doing. And maybe he'll come back again at another time because as Daniel said, we're building relationships, learning as we're going. But thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. I'll take thank care. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone.